This is Building Resilience Podcast, Episode 71, 25 Truths I've Learned. Welcome to the Building Resilience Podcast, where you will learn all about building resilience in yourself and helping others build it too. Drawing from the principles of positive psychology, neuroscience, and coaching, I will help you face all the challenges and adversities that life throws at you and help you do more than just survive. I will help you thrive. I am your host, Leah Davidson, and I am a certified life coach and speech language pathologist. I will help you manage your mind, your emotions, deal with your stress and your overwhelm, and lead a more purposeful and joyful life. Let's get started. Hello, my friends. How is everybody doing this day? As I talked about last week, I turned 50 this past week. And I guess I am in a very reflective mood because I started to think about the truths that I have learned in my life, that the ones that ring true for me, as I was thinking about them, so many more came up. So it just goes to show you that when you set your brain on a task to find something, it will. Because I initially thought I would call this episode the 10 truths because surely I would only be able to come up with 10. But more kept floating in, and I totally probably could have gone to to 50, but I've spared you that. I figured that would get a little bit boring, and I kept it to 25. I would love to hear some of the truths that you have come up with, and maybe I can do another episode of 35 Truths My Listeners Live By. So please send them my way. I would love to hear them from you. But for now, You are stuck listening to me. So I'm going to share with you these truths really in no particular order. They were sort of how they floated up to me. So here we go. The first truth is nothing is original. Stop trying to worry about being authentic and original. What you will do will have your own twist on it. Now, I'm not saying to go out and deliberately plagiarize but don't worry so much about being original. You are what makes something original. The second truth, this too shall pass. The amazing and the terrible. Nothing lasts forever. Change is a constant. Nothing is certain. When you are in the depths of darkness, know it will change. And when you are in the height of happiness, know it will also change. Sometimes slowly, sometimes quickly, just embrace it. This too shall pass. The third truth, you are not broken. You don't need fixing. Now you can change if you want to. It can be fun, but you are 100% worthy. Worthiness is in being and not doing. You are of divine worth infinite worth. You are not broken. You do not need fixing. The fourth truth is one that I have really struggled with, but have put a lot of emphasis on the past few years. It's more about the journey than the destination. There is no destination in life to get to. Life is the destination. Focus on the steps that take you there. Focus on how far you have come. Keep your eye on the destination so you can realign your compass, but enjoy the journey 
along the way. It is all about the journey. And if you remember on a previous podcast, I shared with you my favorite poem, which is called Ithaca, which talks all about the journey and the steps you want to take along there. So it's more about the journey than the destination. Number five, why me is not a useful thought. Nobody is out to get you. When you ask the question, why me, it shifts you into a victim mentality. Bad things happen to everybody. It's not deliberate. It's just life. It can be because of agency, your agency, other people's agency, or it just is life. Why me? Well, the answer to why me is truly just because you're human. Why not me might help you a little bit more. Number six. Everything is 50-50. You're probably sick of hearing me say that, but it is something that really changed my life when I fully embraced it. Everything will have the pluses and minuses, good and bad, your life, your relationships, your job, even you as a person. So hi, I'm Leah. I have amazing strengths and a whole slew of weaknesses. I'm an incredible mixture of an amazing mess and messiness and amazingness. And maybe not down to the hour that it's 50-50, but at the end, you will have had both good times, bad times, joy and sorrow, light and dark. Everything is 50-50. Embrace it. Number seven, hard now, easy later. Easy now, hard later. I've always said this one to my kids, drives them crazy. And it's something I like reminding myself of when I am in the hard. We can't avoid putting the work in for anything that is worthwhile. Embrace the hard. Life is filled with hard, but you can do hard. I can do hard. We can do hard things. When I used to say that to my kids, we can do hard make hard things. It would totally make their eyes roll, but it's true. You can do hard things. And guess what? Hard things often lead to things being easier later on. Number eight. The days are long, but the years are short. My boys are 19 months apart, and I can tell you those baby days seemed so long. All those diapers, there was never any time for myself. And then getting a divorce, those dark days seemed to drag on forever. Dealing with blended family drama was like a snail's pace. And now, well, you know that poem, Rock Me to Sleep by Elizabeth Allen? except I'll change the words a little bit. Backward, turn backward, O time in your flight. Make me a child again just for tonight is the actual poem, and I would now read it as, Backward, turn backward, O time in your flight. Make my children children again just for tonight. Because in the blink of an eye, I'm 50. I'm almost an empty nester. I finally have the quiet time. I finally have time to myself in the bathroom. This is a new stage to embrace, but I'll tell you, the years did fly. The days are long, but the years are short. Again, embrace them. Number nine, the present moment is all you have. As I mentioned on last week's episode, Rob had a heart attack eight years ago. And I do remember sitting in that waiting room, watching the clock tick waiting for the news if he had survived. 
he had the Widowmaker's heart attack. They had 90 minutes to live if you have a Widowmaker heart attack. They saved him in 68 minutes. So he had 22 minutes to spare. Every minute counts. But the only one guaranteed is the one you're in right now. I am a huge planner. Plans are great, but take the moment now. Cherish it, take it in, and savor it because the present moment is all you have. Number 10, the only thing you can control is you. How you think, how you feel, how you act. Yes, other things can influence what you think, feel, act, but you get to decide in the end. 100% responsible for yourself. You are to act and not to be acted upon. Own it. It's empowering. Number 11, validation is for parking. It can be fun, but it's my job to love me, your job to love you. And self-validation will change every relationship you have. It's also fun. Now, don't get me wrong. I want you to give compliments freely and generously and accept them freely and generously, but they are not the drug to keep you going. Fuel yourself, pour your own water, if you are thirsty. It's great if somebody pours water for you, but you need to know how to fill your own cup first. Number 12, it's often not fair. And I totally hate this one, but it is the truth I have found. Life is not fair, plain and simple. At least not fair in terms of how we think of it. I do know that I do my best to help create fairness where I can. Because life is not fair already, I don't try to deliberately add to the unfairness. I try to give everyone what it is that they need. Now, fairness was a big deal in our house. Our name, CDF, I think I've shared with you before, we have three last names in our family with the initial C, D, and F. And we always said that it stood for charity, determination, or fairness. And fairness is that you get what you need. But because we were blended, we tried to be fair, given that so much was already unfair for the kids. But even though we tried to be fair and give the kids what they needed, and also tried to offer like same opportunities and equal amounts at Christmas and birthdays, you get the same for this or for that. I know how everyone has unfair complaints still. And I do too, trust me, because so many things just are were and will be unfair. It just is. Number 13, you know the saying, pain is inevitable, suffering is optional. Well, it's true. And I'm figuring it out, but it is true. Life is unfair. Bad things happen. Other people have agency. I have agency. We're all human. There are natural disasters, illness, death, injuries, pain. Pain is inevitable. We will all feel it, experience it, physical pain, emotional pain. What we think about pain, that is where our power lies. And the next couple of months, I am going to do a podcast where we talk all about the concept of what is called clean pain and dirty pain. So stay tuned for that. Number 14, you can't plan for the unexpected. Life is filled with twists and turns. And nothing has gone wrong when things seem to have gone completely wrong. 
To get to the end, you have to go through the messy middle. So if you are in the middle of a mess, stop telling yourself that there's something wrong. Nothing's gone wrong. You are always meant to have gone through this messy middle. And there will be many messy middles ahead of you. Number 15, I am not everyone's flavor. And that is okay. And everyone else, not my flavor too, necessarily. And that's okay too. My dad always used to say, it's easier to love people than to like them sometimes. And as I get older, I'm finding that to be true. I can love you, but I don't always like you. And it's kind of freeing just to know I'm not everybody's flavor and everyone is not my flavor too. It's all okay. Number 16, you teach people how to treat you and you teach yourself how to treat yourself. You can't serve others if you don't take care of yourself. If you don't respect yourself, how can others respect you? This is where setting healthy boundaries comes in. Boundaries are for you to enforce for yourself, not so you can control other people. You teach people how to treat you and they watch by seeing how you treat yourself. Number 17, growth is what I thrive on. Everything and everyone is my teacher. I always want to be learning. I always want to be curious. I always want to try new things. And that means I'm always going to be failing. And failing is learning in my mind. So embrace it. Success and failure live in the same neighborhood. So if you're canvassing the neighborhood, you will inevitably meet failure. But you know what? You will also inevitably meet success. So keep going. Grow, experiment, fail, succeed. Number 18, breathe. It's amazing how powerful a few deep breaths are. Stop to breathe more and let breath become your anchor. Number 19, it's really all about love and connection. Connection to family, friends, God, yourself. In the end, that's what will be talked about in your eulogy, the connections that you made. Unconditional love. It's a good thing to strive for because that really is the answer to it all. Love. Number 20. This is an interesting one for me. And I think I'll probably do an upcoming podcast on it. But I have noticed that the emotions that serve me the best all start with the letter C. Compassion, commitment, curiosity, courage, capability, consistency, contentment. If I try to create those emotions, I'm usually in a pretty good place. And of course, the most important things are connection, contribution, and communication. Number 21, people think about you a lot less than you think. People are more worried about themselves. We always are worried and concerned about how others view us, how people judge us, but often they're just in their own heads. Worry more about how you judge yourself. You are likely your own worst critic. Instead of worrying about whether somebody accepts you or agrees with you or has given you permission or validation, ask yourself, do you accept you? Do you give yourself permission? Do you give yourself validation? 
People think a lot less about you than you really think. And that's okay because we do want to be focused on what we can do to improve ourselves. Number 22, don't save the good stuff. Use it. Don't wait to eat off the good plates or wear the new top or write with your favorite pen. Make every day the special occasion. There is no need to wait. Number 23, invest in travel and experiences. You will never go wrong. You get to anticipate them, you get to experience them, and then you get to relive them. So there's so much goodness. They are linked to greater happiness. So invest in them. And I will say real estate, I also think is a pretty good investment. And always save 10%. You'll be surprised at how much it accumulates. So invest in different things in your life that you think are worthwhile. For me, travel, experiences, I love real estate. And I'm always going to be saving 10% like I learned years ago from that book, The Wealthy Barber. (laughs) Number 24 is seek thin places and thin moments. I'm not sure we've talked about thin places before, but it is a big thing in my family. I am actually going to read to you from a blog that I wrote about it on our family blog, Raising Flowers and Skids, back in 2014. So I share that the concept of thin places is a Celtic concept. And according to the definition, a thin place is a place where the boundary between heaven and earth is especially thin. It's a place where we can sense the divine more readily. And there was an interesting article in the New York Times about thin places that you could probably Google and find. But I go on to write, a thin place is not necessarily a particular place. It's not necessarily tranquil or beautiful or peaceful, but often it is. It is a sacred place, but that sacred can be sacred only to you. For me, it's a slow motion place where everything stands still. A place that I want to stop to make sure my heart takes a picture. A place where nothing else in the world matters except for that moment. I have found thin places in places across the world, and I have found them in my own family room. I guess we call some of those thin moments. We talked about thin places several weeks ago during our family night. Remember, I wrote this back in 2014 when everybody was still living at home. And I asked everyone to think of where they had experienced a thin place. We all agreed that in our travels as a family, we have encountered thin places multiple spots on our trip to Fiji, Australia, New Zealand, early mornings in the Outer Banks, sunset in the Grand Canyon, walking in a line in New York City. Those were just some of the recent examples back in 2014. These are all related to travel, but many others sprang to my mind, sitting at a soccer game, watching one of my boys play, watching all my kids all sprawled out on the family room floor for a sleepover while watching a movie, watching Zach pass the sacrament, walking behind the kids as they pull the wagon down to get our Christmas tree. There are other kind of thin moments too, some just too sacred to even share, but certainly I experienced very thin moments around the time my father passed away, during my divorce, and most recently during the whole ordeal of Rob's heart attack. This past weekend, prior to the Christmas hustle and bustle, we decided to take a few days to get away with the kids for some skiing. It is so much work to ski with the kids. All the equipment, the food, the prep, never mind the frigid cold, but we do it. 
every year we try to do it at least for an overnight. We spent a few days away and while there were many parts of the mini getaway that were less than thin, can I just have some peace and quiet, no fighting, loving children who jump up to help each other and build each other up for Christmas this year? There was one particular moment. The sun was shining brightly, and as we skied down this one particular trail, you turned a corner and got the most amazing views of the trees covered with snow and could see forever over the frozen lake. The sun was setting, and we all stopped at this spot. Zach instructed everyone to be quiet so we could hear the total silence of nature, only eventually broken by the crunch of the snow. We tried to get a few pictures to capture that moment, that thin place, but that's the thing about thin places. You really can't capture them except in your heart and soul. We returned to that exact spot many times following, but it was never thin again. Thin places are all about timing too. That is what thin places are for me. And one of the 24th truth that I have learned is to seek out those thin places and those thin moments. They are everywhere when you look. Some people call them looking for the hand of God. Some people call them looking to ways the universe is conspiring for you. Some people will call it tender mercies. For me, I love to refer it to thin places and thin moments. These are the moments that I want to seek out in my life because they bring me so much peace and so much joy. Now, lastly, number 25. In my family, there is a quote that hung in my grandparents' home. They went on to give each of their children a copy. So it hung in my house while I was growing up too. In fact, my mom still has it. I want to get a copy to hang in my home because it summarizes so much for me. It's a quote that was actually found written on the walls of a concentration camp. I believe in the sun, even when it is not shining. I believe in love, even when I cannot feel it. I believe in God, even when he's silent. And that kind of wraps things up for me. I have a very strong faith. It's my foundation, the sun, love, and God. So those are some of my truths that I have learned over the years. There are many more. I'm sure I missed some really important ones. I would love to hear from you. What are some of your important truths? So send me an email at leah at leahdavidsonlifecoaching.com or connect with me on Instagram which is at Leah Davidson Life Coaching or Facebook, the same thing, at Leah Davidson Life Coaching. I would love to hear from you what some of your truths are. Thank you once again for listening and have a great week. Thank you for listening to the Building Resilience Podcast. If you're interested in learning a little bit more about managing stress, building resilience, and leading a more purposeful life, then make sure we're connected on Instagram and Facebook at Leah Davidson Life Coaching. You can also subscribe to my weekly newsletter at www.leahdavidsonlifecoaching.com forward slash newsletter. Looking forward to connecting.